Closer Look is a public affairs presentation. Views and opinions of the guests don't always reflect the views of the ministry, and some topics aren't suitable for children. Air One is committed to community. Closer Look continues with a look at local agencies, events, and issues. Hi, I'm Joel Reagan. Tonight on Closer Look, let's learn more about Hooves and Paws Rescue of the Heartland. Gina Stoops is the executive director of Hooves and Paws, and she joins us tonight right here on 107.7 Air One. Thanks for being on the program tonight. Thank you for having me. Glad to have you. Well, first, if folks don't know much about you guys, kind of what's the, the history and the mission of Hooves and Paws? Well, at Hooves and Paws Rescue of the Heartland, we rescue and rehabilitate abused, starved, neglected, and unwanted horses, donkeys, dogs, and puppies. And following rehabilitation, we place them in loving homes. And if for any reason we can't place them at our facility, which is a no-kill facility, they will spend their life with us in a safe and loving environment. How did the, uh, how did the organization get started? Oh, actually, my husband and I went to Best Friends Animal Sanctuary in Canop, Utah, and we volunteered for two weeks and did some research on no-kill rescues, and that's how we got started. How long ago was that? 2005. So it's been going on for about 15 years or so that you guys have, what did you guys kind of, from, from that experience volunteering there in Utah, just kind of have the idea that something was needed here in Iowa? Actually, I have owned horses all of my life, and my husband and I have also owned dogs. And we've seen the need in the rural areas for someone to step up and help these animals because there's really not too many places that will take large animals in, especially if they're abused and neglected. That leads me to my next question. Obviously, we see lots of shelters for dogs and cats, but I guess with having the larger animals, that makes this uh, kind of organization unique. Yes. Um, My husband and I uh, both have experience with horses and donkeys, and right on our property, we started to expand and we built a medical barn so that when the animals are brought in, they can go into quarantine, which must happen so that no disease is transmitted between the animals. And then uh, we also built a couple other barns, and we also have uh, several enclosures for those that are fearful of barns, and that's not unusual with large animals. How big is the need for the services you provide, and how many uh, animals do you normally have? We try to stay under 30 animals. Um because we don't want to take more than we can handle. And the need is huge in the rural areas. And right now with the pandemic, it seems like people are giving up their animals, especially this time of year, more so than ever. And we understand that. We've tried to you know, give people support as far as dog food, cat food, but it's a little bit more difficult with horses and donkeys because Hay is very expensive. It's hard to find. And um, so the easier thing to do is help people place their animals or retake the animals at our facility and rehab them and adopt them out. So due to financial concerns because of what's going on with the pandemic, that's kind of led to some issues there? It's been huge for people. And um, we've placed a lot of horses and donkeys because of the pandemic, because, you know, with people 
you know, once they're sick, they can't go out and care for these large animals. With the dogs, it's a little bit different in the cats because they're in their house. But if you have to go out and walk to the barns and haul hay and things like that, it's almost impossible if you get sick with this virus. So obviously that kind of makes it obvious. My next question kind of obvious. It's a lot tougher for folks to kind of take care of and place these larger animals just because of uh, the care that's needed. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, uh, we have a good network. We work with law enforcement on a regular basis. Um, we also work with several shelters. And when they get large animals in, they give us a call and we help them out. Uh, we work with ARL and Des Moines and several other agencies. And so working as a big team, we can get this done. And since we have the facility right on our property, we rarely foster animals out. We usually take them into our facility. So there's not many organizations like yours, especially for the larger animals anywhere anywhere near you guys. So the other agencies, other um, shelters nearby, if they get a large animal, they're, they're coming to you. Right. Pottawatomie County, for instance, um, generally comes to us. Mills County comes to us. Uh, we went as far as Florida to pick up horses and um, into Kentucky. So there's um, there are agencies out there. But if there's no animal control, that's when we're called in on animal neglect cases. And we take several of those and um, work with the owners. And then if we cannot work with the owners and, you know, they can't comply, then we do the right thing for the animals and remove them with under the direction, of course, of, with law enforcement. Talk with Gina Stoops tonight about hooves and paws, rescue of the heartland. She's the executive director. This is Closer Look on 107.7 Air One. I'm Joel Reagan. So obviously you, you work with law enforcement. Sometimes it's because of an issue like that where there's neglect. And as well, and I'm sure as well, you, uh, folks come to you and say, hey, I can't take care of this animal anymore. Or I'm sure there's also stray animals as well, correct? Oh, absolutely. There is a lot of stray animals. Um, for whatever reason, animals get out. Uh, we definitely try to find their owners, and we are the first point of contact in many areas since we'll take them in and we'll hold them. Um, and, you know, we provide food and water and flea treatment, and for 10 days we hold them before we even consider adoption because out in rural areas, a lot of the dogs, um, they do roam, and you know we know pretty much everyone in Mills and Pottawatomie County that has animals, and so we'll hold them, and they know they can come pick them up at our facility if they're found and brought in. So make sure you try and find the owner. I'm sure as well, maybe try and get them all cleaned up and fixed up if you know there's any kind of medical issues as well, right? Absolutely. Um, many times when we bring them in. They're in, you know, they're in good shape, but they've just went out, roamed, and their family can't find them. But generally, if they give us a call, once we post them out on social media, enough people follow our page and share that we find them uh, back home with their family where they should be. You mentioned, obviously, the kind of the impact the pandemic has had on, on, on folks having to kind of give up their animals, but... 
uh, normal times, is there a, a time of year where you see a lot more traffic and a lot more folks coming in with animals or animals coming in stray than another time? Um, the biggest time is right before winter because people know that uh, it's going to be tough to feed them, especially the large animals, the horses, the donkeys. And then the neglect is um, fairly bad coming in out of winter and into spring. Um, and we've not really figured that out other than they're stored in barns and then um, they come out in the spring and a lot of people see that. And they'll give us a call and say, hey, we've got some underweight horses or underweight donkeys. And we call law enforcement and, you know, do our thing and get a report going. And many times people cooperate and they've just had a tough time. They stumble and we help them get back on their feet. But there's other times that we give them a feeding program um, and they just can't comply. And so then we will remove the animals for the safety of the animal. Are there any misconceptions folks have, especially about keeping these these large animals? Obviously, you think, you know, hey, I, they're so cute or uh, I love horses, but there's a lot to take care of them. I'm sure maybe some folks don't always think about. I think that's huge. Um, it's a good point. People get a horse or get a donkey and forget how much work there is that you have to put into them, vet care, farrier services, the cost of feed and shelter. And, you know, they get behind. And once you get a horse or a donkey underweight, it is difficult to get their weight back up. And when we're going into winter, it's it's going to be a tough winter is what I hear. And so we're going to have to really be diligent with watching people and um, reaching out if they need help because we don't want to take their animals. We want them to keep them. But if they can't, we, we want to be able to step in and help them and the animals. An ounce of prevention is worth you know more than a pound of, of cure, right? You'd rather not have to be doing this all the time. Absolutely. If If, you know... My dream is that nobody needs us anymore, and that means that everybody's taking care of their animals. So you you, you take them in, uh, wait 10 days, try and see if you can find the owner, look at the owner, make sure there's no issues physically, and then you then at that point you try and figure out a, a place for these animals at that point, correct? Yes, we put them up for adoption after they've been seen by a vet and given their vaccinations and if they have behavioral issues, we work on those. And then we try to find them a home. But many of these animals are older. It's difficult to find homes for older animals, especially older horses. They can't be rode. And so we have a lot of forever residents at our facility right now that are older or need daily medical care because people don't want to take that on. And we understand that. But that, that's maybe something you want to get out to folks, though, if uh, they have the heart for it, uh, adopting an older animal, there's a need there. Oh, that's it, it's unbelievable how many old horses come across our uh, plate. And, you know, it's hard to place them because they can't be rode. Uh, the same with donkeys. They have medical issues and they live into their 40s. 
So obviously, uh, but there's a need there. Folks want to, if they have the heart for that. So obviously if you go in there and you know, put them out for adoption and that's kind of how the process uh, works. Um, so that's the process about how things go. We're talking about hooves and paws, uh, rescue of the heartland. Uh, Gina Stoops is the executive director. She's our guest on Closer Look tonight. This is 107.7 Air One. I'm Joel Reagan. Over the time you've done this, are there any stories you can share about you? Can you can see the impact that uh, what you're doing is made on these animals and also on the humans as well? Absolutely. Uh, during the flooding of 2019, my husband and I set up a food bank on our property and the public was just incredible. And I mean, from as far away as Oklahoma brought us in hay, feed, um, dog food, cat food. And uh, we were also working with law enforcement doing boat rescues for animals. And people would contact us and say, you know, my house is underwater, but I know that out into the pasture, we've got horses. Can you go get them? Absolutely. And our team rallied together. Um, I had trailers on standby. And we took, uh, I would say, over 200 animals out of flooded areas during the flooding of 2019. Um, we didn't um, do anything different than we would have done any other time. But we kept the food bank open from March until almost November because people still weren't back in their homes and they couldn't afford food. Uh, they didn't have a home. So um, everybody was incredible stepping up to help. And we, we made it happen for these people. And they were eternally grateful. They are good people out in the rural areas. And while you and your husband had this kind of uh, vision to do this, uh, obviously a lot of other folks to help out in the community and the area that you serve. So how can folks help you guys? Well, they can follow us on Facebook. That's where I put uh, an immediate need for um, adoptive homes if we get several at a time. And they can also go to our website, which is hoofspaws.org, and that's H-O-O-V-E-S. P-A-W-S dot org. And they can write us through there. They can donate through our website. And right now we're doing a winter feed fundraiser. Um, our feed bills at this time run about $800 a week. And that is for the horses and donkeys and the dogs. So coming into winter, uh, we can really use some donations to get our feed bills paid down. And we um, also have several vet bills that we need to get paid down before we go into winter because it'll just get worse as we get into the winter months. Hoovespaws.org, the website. And of course you mentioned Facebook as well. Folks can donate to that uh, winter feed fundraiser and of course find out other ways they can help. Um, if someone uh, needs your help in some way, is that is that probably the first place just to contact you guys as well? They're welcome to call us. Um, my phone is on 24 hours a day because we work with law enforcement. And um, although I work full-time, it's always on. And my number is 712-355-3721. What's that phone number again? 
3721. And of course, on the web, hoovespaws.org, the website, if uh, folks want to help or they need help just to contact you guys and find out more about the work you're doing. Uh, as we wrap up, uh, what's your favorite part about what you're doing here with Hooves and Paws? To watch the animals recover and find incredible homes. Anything else that we haven't touched on that you want to mention? I just want to thank um, everyone for the support that they give us. We have an incredible following and all of our volunteers that step up and we're always open to new volunteers um, because we can never have enough help on our team. Once again, hoovespaws.org, the website for Hooves and Paws Rescue of the Heartland. Gina Stoops is the executive director. Really appreciate your time tonight telling us more about what Hooves and Paws is doing and how folks can help you. Appreciate your time tonight. Thank you, sir. Glad to have you on the program. You can find out more about Closer Look on 107.7 Air One, or you can send us feedback. Our email address is closerlook at airone.com. That's closerlook at A-I-R, the number one, dot com. For Closer Look, I'm Joel Reagan. This has been Air One Closer Look. Find us online at airone.com. <laughs>